Welcome to the Product Bakery Podcast. My name is Christian, I'm Alex, and together we present you the ingredients to build the right products. Welcome back to the Product Bakery. I'm Christian and here, as always, with Alex. Hey, Alex. Hey, Christian. What's up? It's good to see you. Well, up is the sky. Or the roof. Or the roof, depending <laughs> where you are right now. It doesn't Alex. look like a sky in your video background. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, when I close my eyes, I see the sky, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. But actually, it, it's it's a good point. What, what do you see when you close your eyes? And I think we all have our own perspectives. And that's something I wanted to talk to you about because you and I, we have a lot of things in common, but we are also doing a lot of things differently. And I think you told me once that there is like this big question from many people who have heard, should I work as a freelancer? Should I rather work full-time? And I think we should maybe catch it up today because you are working full-time, I'm a freelancer. And this discussion, I think, is not about what's better or what is worst. It's rather about why are we doing what we're doing? That's a very fair question. Um, I do ask this myself actually quite a lot, uh, especially when talking to freelancers. Or I do work with a lot of freelancers also at my company where I'm like, okay, I couldn't do that job. Like I, I couldn't jump between all these different companies and projects and so on. Why not? Just, um, I mean, it was also one of the main reasons why I left consulting to go back and work in a company. I mean, part of it probably is stability. Mm. Part of it is impact. Also seeing the impact, feeling the impact. I think there's like, a, would almost say a factor of being proud of the different achievements over a longer period of time, which mm. in my mind, and I mean, you can correct me because you have like the other side of, of, of the picture, but in my mind, it's not something that I could easily see on a freelance side. Like, Is it freelance? Is it coaching? And so on. Like, you do step in. You do work on other people's problems for a limited period of time. And then, there you go. Off you go. The next thing comes, right? I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm also super curious to see it. Because there's one thing that I, that I can see and that I can also understand and appreciate. There is obviously the financial aspect to... <laughs> Not being fully employed, right? And uh, I mean, <laughs> Jesus Christ, when I see what we sometimes pay to freelancers, I'm like, okay, I am, I am in the wrong position. But mm. then at the end, um, I, I just can't pull it off. I mean, besides the fact that I'm obviously also a terrible salesperson, so I would Which be is out part of, of the projects job. <laughs> yeah. right yeah. from day one, right? But uh, I mean... You tell me, like, do you feel that impact changed? So let me explain it with an example. Because, you know, people who are not working in our industry asking me, Christian, what you're doing? I told them I'm, I used to be a product manager. 
And now I'm a product coach and they're asking me, what's the difference? And I like to explain it very easily. I'm saying, in the past, I was working on the products and on the projects. And now I'm doing the same thing, but, but just working with the people. So, and what is the impact? So, I mean, the impact is when I see that people change. Yeah. That's my impact. I mean, it's not focused on, I want to see that app getting launched or I want to see the conversion rate increased by X, Y, Z percent. That's not what I'm focusing anymore on. It's rather on seeing, okay, helping people to see eventually their own blind, helping helping people to see their own blind spots or also teaching knowledge about certain things in product management. But then maybe we need to differentiate a little bit, right? Because I think as a coach, you're kind of your own product manager. And as you say, like the final product is not a digital product with a bunch of feature, but exactly. it's actually the people. Um, but imagine... Uh, Product management freelancer, or in my case, you're a talking lot of about the designers. ICs. Yeah, you're talking about individual contributors. Individual right? contributors. Something different than I do. Yeah, yeah. What about that? I mean, I I know you also had like some projects where you're not working with people necessarily, but you help people like build a specific page, launch something in the market. How how is that from an impact perspective, or like, can you relate to the feeling that I have that's yeah. holding me back from becoming a freelancer? Sure. I mean, first of all, I stepped out from product management because I didn't want to be an individual individual contributor anymore. Just saying, right? So as a coach, I'm doing something different. Uh, I was thinking about also stepping in as an IC because I mean. As you know me, I like being involved into a lot of projects. I like the context switch. Um, mm -hmm. I also like a changing environment because I believe I can connect to people easily. So I'm not that focused on the stability part as much as you might be or other people, which is totally fine, by the way. But yeah, I think like, as you said, this like jumping on topics for a short time and also, you know, I think I need to spend a lot of energy by feeling myself into the product that I need to build when I'm an IC for a certain period of time. And that's something I don't like because I like the part that you mentioned, right? So feeling yourself in, having the impact, feeling proud. And I know that's not that given if I work as an IC, that's why I'm not doing it. And But I can understand people who like to have a lot of, you know, variety and change in their lives. So, yeah. I mean, I think from that perspective, it's definitely interesting. I think it's definitely also interesting for people who want to have a way more flexible lifestyle to take a couple of months off every year and so on and exactly. so forth, which, I mean, I can't really do that. Yeah, you I'm don't do vacation, right? Think. No, I do vacation. I do. <laughs> I mean, we talked about it. I just Yeah, yeah. you're just getting happened. better at it, I would say. <laughs> I even have like the, the next vacations planned. <gasps> I have one coming up soon. Damn, self-care is getting better and better, Alex. Like <laughs> but, um, yeah. I, mean, I don't one know. Question, I, one question I have for you is, I mean, you said uh, stability is so important for you, right? Or, I mean, you like to have the stable environment. But let's say, what is, what, what is giving you stability? Is it the regular income? Is it uh, seeing the same people over and over again? So what is it that makes you feel stable and safe? 
Yes and no. I think so. Stability is obviously the easiest answer to this whole topic, right? If we don't want to go too too deep on on why some someone is doing something, I mean, I do feel stability from a sense. Like a lot of it is like knowledge stability. I know the topic that I'm working on. I know the like the the subject matter is like really close to me. I know the people that I'm working with. I've built some relationships over the time. I know how to handle different people. So it's less of uh, I'm starting every day differently or I'm starting every day by getting into a different topic, into new context and so on. And it helps me like really also go deep and focus on, I mean, of course, I'm also not like directly on C, but it helps me also on the managerial aspects of um, the different things, the the working with the different people, the following through a strategy, building a strategy, executing on it, right? It's like just like a long-term project. Like uh, you start building your house and you do something um, every day and you're not just like, I don't know, Furnishing different apartments. That's a very bad mm. analogy. <laughs> Not that bad, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking as I was talking. Bad of others. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I, I, um, yeah. I mean, no. one one reason why we picked up that conversation is also there might be people out there, or there are people out there who are asking themselves, "What should I do? What's the best thing for me?" And, I think and we learned. In, that it's not taking boot camp. <laughs> <laughs> exactly from the previous episode. Yeah, uh, but I think one more thing we can... So we talked about stability, right, in a, in a broader sense. But there's also like this financial aspect we should uh, catch up on because, I mean, as you said, right, there is like this regular income. You know money is coming in as long as inflation, corona war and stuff like that is not hitting you too hard. But overall, like there, there is like this regular income of money and you know what to do with it. And you know you can survive for a certain time and maybe you are able to save some money. So on a freelancer level, it's a little bit different, right? Yeah, it is different. But at the same, at the same time, the way I look at it, or if I see a lot of my successful like freelance friends actually with... Uh, smaller number of clients and hours spent working and now a lot of freelancers would correct me because it's not about the actual hours that you work you need to uh, cultivate a lot of like relationships but like with many hours less and more freedom also in choosing and designing your days they can actually get to a higher level of return right so 100 theory it isn't so much about the financial stability, right? Not necessarily, but the, I mean, the reason why, I'm, why, I'm, why I wanted to talk about it is because there is this financial impact that you have as a freelancer, as you said. So there is a chance to make much more money than as an employee. Yeah. And I just wanted to catch up on this because I just recently saw a nice post. I think it was, I think it was on Facebook. I know Facebook isn't the best source, but <laughs> there was like a nice saying. It was a picture with some text on it. And the, I think the, the quote was, um, it's hard to find good employees because good employees are not looking for you. They're working on their own projects and they're following their own dreams. 
So why am I is using this? Is this necessarily right? I I, I actually no, no, agree. No. I've, I've I've heard this a lot. Yeah, but is I, it I true? It, it is not necessarily true for, for all employees, but the point I want to make is, so there are these great people out there who are following their dreams and one of their, one of the, the path contains helping other companies. So it's not necessarily about the fact that you can make more money. First of all, the reason why you make so much money as a freelancer is the value that you can deliver to the company. I think that's something that many people do not look at enough when they decided to become a freelancer, because let's say you are a great consultant or a great coach and you charge, I don't know, a couple of thousand dollars per day. So how do you argue that? So if you're not able to sell that and if you don't deliver the value, you get, you're getting kicked out right away. So, um, and that's what many people underestimate when they see the big salaries the freelancers are making. There is still a lot of responsibility on their side because if they're not successful and if they can't hold what they promise, they're out. And they need to promise a lot more than a usual employee. At least that's with me the case. I mean, I don't know how your freelancers are, how you have agreed. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> No, of, of, of course, of course. Uh, a freelancer needs to deliver. It's way easier yeah, exactly. to change a freelancer um, than to change a full-time employee, right? Mm -hmm. Which is also the a reason why a lot of companies work with freelancers because you yeah. call them in and you use call them, them out. as you need them and then bye-bye. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think the more I think about it, I think it comes down to meeting people where they are at, right? It's the same conversation 100%. of like manager versus individual contributor. It's the same conversation of someone who wants to um, be promoted every year versus someone who wants to have like his stable job for the next 10 years, but just like do it well. I think people are generally all very different um but yeah i think there there are definitely some some good points that we just discussed when it comes to um, actually like thinking about the role right and i think um there is no argument that works for everything um in terms as of long as then yeah. no no go ahead as no i, I was just say you're right right um, i mean everything other people do is fine as long as they're doing the same thing like i do <laughs> so you interrupted me for a stupid joke <laughs> that's the case here at the product bakery <laughs> well fair enough um yeah should we wrap it up yeah i mean as i said i think wh whoever wants or whoever is standing in front of that question what should i do i mean I do what's right for you do what's right for you first of all i mean honestly it's it's a good point because you should not do this for others or to impress yeah. others or to you know be the only one maybe you are the only one who's not making enough money in your friend circle fuck that do what makes you happy and what feels good first of all and whether this is working as freelancer where you have to sell yourself or not or as a full-time employee or full-time investor whatever you like to do um take care of yourself take care of yourself wise words and with that if you like this episode please make sure to leave us a follow we love seeing you follow again, us hearing you again or you listening to us again <laughs> <laughs> whatever if you have any comments drop us a message happy to pick it up in this conversation christian alex thanks
Have a nice evening. Bye. Cheers.